When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning, everyone. How are we all doing on this lovely Thursday morning? Just ahead of Easter. Oh, I'm just going to censor my camera a little bit. Oh, which way? Which way? There you go. Oh. <laughs> hope we're all doing well. I hope we all had a good game week. Uh, I think most of us did who played the the bench boost. Lots of big scores um, out there. You can see that I'm on uh, a green arrow as well, which makes a change. Went up about 160,000 places, uh, something like that. So a good game week for me. One of those ones where if you kind of attack the double game week, uh, you probably got rewarded. Uh, double Chelsea defence doing well in the second game. United coming through uh, against Brentford in that game as well. Uh, the likes of the Arsenal players not doing kind of incredibly well. So if you shipped out their defenders or Saka and bought in basically anyone but James Madison, um, you probably did all right. Ollie Watkins with a huge score as well. Brighton players all kind of returning uh, again. It was a it was a good week, I think, for a lot of people. Um and, you know, bench boost scores of around 20. I think if you're getting 20 on your bench boost, you're going to be really um, happy uh, with that. So we're going to talk a bit about how my team got on um, in that week. It's nice to be talking about a, a green uh, for a change. Uh, we're going to be talking a bit about my team, how I'm set up for Game Week 30. And as the title of this video uh, and podcast suggests, I am hovering over the wildcard button. I'm not locked in to it. In fact... It's kind of dwindling a little bit because I had, it looked like McAllister and, and Casado might have a few injuries. Um, that was allayed by Brighton Twitter account, um, which was a, a new one, saying they'd be fine for the weekend. Um, I haven't got Saka, but Liverpool put in a decent defensive performance against Chelsea and they're at home. So do I need to move back for him? Um, I can get Haaland uh, for free. So it would just be kind of peppering my team with a couple of differentials and setting myself up for game week 34. So we'll talk about that um, anyway, kind of the, the logic behind that and whether I do it this week or whether I, I wait uh, for a couple of weeks, potentially into game week 33, um, that's the kind of decision I've got to make. But it's quite nice to have the wild card um, available. And, you know, I think there are some players emerging now. 
that uh, a few people might not be able to move to quite as easily um, without the chip. So that should be interesting. Uh, hi to everyone in the chat. Uh, Pakoda Lassen, did you captain Madison? No, God, I know. I talked about I talked about it on Black Box. I talked about bringing in Madison for a hit for Saka, and that didn't feel great. And then the, the flip side of that was I'd be taking the captaincy off McAllister and giving it to him because um, I thought Leicester had a really nice double and he looked really good. In the end, I did do the hit um, for Madison, bring my team up, uh, but I didn't captain him. I left the captaincy on McAllister. And the hit, I mean, <laughs> how can you take out a player who's benched, bring in like the key attacking player for a, a team with you know, good fixtures in two games in a double game week and the hit doesn't pay off. I mean, Saka got one point, Madison got four. I'd have been better off keeping Saka. Um, you know, Madison, he he went off holding his leg. We think it's probably cramp. Um, it's a home game against Bournemouth. The temptation is to keep him. And before that, again, I think if he's fit, um, the World Cup might end up being delayed um, a little bit. Um, but there he is in my team. I'm hoping that he can outscore Saka. Uh, by one point, I mean he's one point behind him with that hit going into a game, home game against Bournemouth. But you know the way Arsenal are playing, um, it's difficult to, to back against Saka in that. But you know I'd like to give it one more week if I can because it was it was that move was designed with these two games in mind. I just thought Ballester would get something. I thought he'd get something in one of those two games. I thought they'd beat Palace. You know I know Hodgson came back, um, but I, I didn't think that would have the kind of impact that it that it did have and. Palace looked good and, and full of threat, and Leicester, you know, couldn't really couldn't really deal with them, um, and they got that last minute winner from Mateta. So Leicester are in big big trouble um, at the moment, and I think once this Bournemouth game's over, that's it for them uh, probably this season. They haven't had a huge amount of options uh, anyway. It's only really been Madison Ward for a little bit. We're not going to be touching the defence. A couple of people went for Barnes. You know, I got some attacking returns from him, which was good. Um, now you know Vardy's back and up top. They're, they're just a bit of a no-go. So I think my my beloved Madison will be um, out uh, of the of the equation uh, after this week. Um, but yeah, elsewhere uh, defensive really well. Double Chelsea, double Newcastle. Trippier and Botman, uh, Kepper and Chilwell. I was debating moving Zinchenko to Zuma for a hit. Kind of wish I'd done that now. Um, I think I got put off by the fact it would have been from minus eight, but obviously. Like I say on these, you've got to look at these hits in, in isolation. Would Zinchenko to Zuma have been worth a minus four in isolation, given that West Ham had the two games? Probably, but easy of hindsight. I thought Arsenal would keep a clean sheet against Leeds. Um, I thought West Ham would probably keep one one clean sheet in those two games, um, and they did. Um, but then Zuma obviously got the got the goal. He doesn't get the goal, and then that hit isn't really worth it. So can't beat myself up too much um, about that. Um, Salah with seven, yeah, disappointing. I mean... Obviously, he got the goal against City early. I thought it might end up being a good double game week for him. Um, but then City just, just you know, absolutely destroyed them. And then didn't start in the second game, which I was not expecting. All the changes that, that Klopp made um, in that. I mean, it's a bit of a concern ahead of um, the uh, the double game week in, in 34. You know, if, if Klopp is willing just to kind of completely decimate the entire team. Um, like he did. I mean, he must have been really unhappy with that with that Man City performance. Um, I imagine we're going to see you know, the majority of the big guns coming back in because it was another disjointed performance from them. Um, not surprising, given that they barely played to each other. They players like Milner and Simakas, you know, in the side. No Van Dijk, no Fabinho, no Thiago, no Salah. It's 
yeah, it was it was it was always going to be hard for them to create lots of chances against Chelsea. But it'd be interesting to know what Klopp's plan is kind of going forward, and that is why again delaying the wild card for a little bit longer um, might just give us a little bit more information about what Klopp's uh, plans are. So I'm already talking myself out of the wild card. It's all clickbait. These titles, isn't it? Um, Rashford with twelve, one of those ones where he's in your team, but you don't really want him to do that well. I mean, obviously scored the goal against Brentford. Um, I thought they would struggle more than they did um, in that match. Um, but it didn't really look like um, Brentford put up too much um, of a fight. Had a couple of chances. Uh, Shaw going off injured was um, not good for him. Pretty good for my fantasy team, given that so many people had invested in the defence. I'm so glad I didn't go near Bruno Fernandes. Um, I mean, you know, uh, again, we'll go to lessons of my instinct came good I just you know when like everyone's buying a player and you're just really really not feeling it I just really had that about Fernandez, um you know this week I just don't really like what I'm seeing from him I don't particularly like what I'm seeing from United in, in general in, in quite a few games um, that Newcastle game was was really really poor um, I thought from them and you know it's, it's that home Old Trafford form that's really going to see them through so home game against Everton next Everton played really really well against Spurs. I thought they pressed absolutely brilliantly in that game. Um, I was expecting more of that from Brentford. So we'll see how United deal uh, with that. Uh, Shaw owners are going to be sweating a bit on his fitness. I think if you've got De Gea, he's probably the goalkeeper to go for between now and the end of the season, especially given that Lampard looks like he's coming back for Chelsea. And you know what his thoughts are on, on Kepa. He was the one that bought Mendy and replaced him. So yeah, we'll have to kind of wait and see um on that. And that's one of the advantages of the world because I can, you know, move for some of those those players. And and Mr. Grealish as well, Mr. Jack Grealish, who I think is finally starting to really look the part in the in this in the city shirt. Uh, it's eleven goal contributions for him in the Premier League this season. Um I think he can go on and get twenty, um given that he seems to have cemented that that left wing spot down. Um if he's gonna get twenty, I think he's gonna be a really you know potentially big player. Um, for us in the league, so he's someone that I'm really looking for, um, looking you know looking to get in again. One of my one of my favourite players uh, in the league. Uh, Brighton Brighton mids doing well. McAllister and Matoma uh, nine for McAllister, captained him. Matoma fourteen. He was the one again um, to go for lowest stats out of the three mids, um, but scoring the most points. That's just a theme that we're seeing from Matoma. Uh, he just finds a way to, to claw his way to, to big scores. Um, he's an easy hold uh, for me. The others, I think given Brighton's fixtures, given that blank, um, I know they've got good fixtures to come, but I think we could potentially be looking to drop one um, of McAllister or March uh, and keeping Matoma. I think you've got the Brighton defenders. They're fine. You can just bench those. Esther Pinyan. Steele is looking really good. You know, assists in the first game. A couple of really key saves in the second. His place is, is secure. I'd, I'd, I'd wager until the end of the season, um, unless he, he does something really, really poor. Um, the assist just shows the kind of reason why he's in the team. His distribution is, is a lot better than Sanchez's. Um, his shot stopping has been questioned and he's, he's made some key saves for us. So I can't see any reason why uh, why Deserby would, would drop him now. Um, 10 points as well. Uh, he, you know, who's the keeper that I bought in? Um, I was looking at a few different ones and I think he outscored the likes of De Gea and... Uh, who, was, who else was looking at? Um, I was looking at <laughs> bloody uh, Nottingham Forest goalkeeper as well, given those fixtures were good. Uh, Navas, but yeah, glad I didn't go down there. So yeah, still was a good was a good transfer in. Uh, and then Henry with just three, Sinchenko with two, and Kane with seven. So looking at what twenty one points um, on the bench boost, 
22 points. Um, good. Good score. Really happy with that. Uh, 144, 40, blah, 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 145 points overall. Decent. We'll take it. On to the next game week. <laughs> so what is the next game week? The next game week is a game week 30. This is how I'm currently uh, shaped up with no hits. Uh, with Kepper on goal and Chilwell. Double Chelsea defence. Not feeling completely confident um, about that. Lots of un- unsettled, you know, players. I mean, they played well against Liverpool. Should have won that game. A couple of disallowed goals. Um, Liverpool you know, obviously struggling to, to, to create chances. Um, I'm just not sure about the double up, especially, you know, with Lampard coming in as well. I think I'm, I want to keep Chilwell, but Kepa, although he's done really, really well for me this season, is someone that I could potentially um, look to lose. Um, Trippier and Henry, not entirely happy with Henry. He's been, he's been poor, actually, since I bought him. Just the one clean sheet. Um, but it's Sinchenko on the bench. Away at Liverpool, I think Liverpool score. Got a great record playing Arsenal at Anfield. Uh, and Botman away at Brentford. I think Brentford probably scored in that game as well. So I'm not really happy with that third um, defensive spot. Uh, elsewhere, it's looking pretty decent, though. Salah, Rashford, uh, Madison, if he's fit with that home game against Bournemouth, and Matoma. No Saka um, in there, which is a bit of a concern. But again, I'm, I think you know Liverpool at home are a completely different beast than they are away. So I can probably get away with that uh, this week. And then up top, it's Kane, uh, Watkins and Tony. So that would mean benching McAllister um, and, and playing Matoma, I think. Um, you know, given that we saw McAllister dropping deep quite a few times over the double game week. Uh, and I think Matoma is just in the form of his life. Um, such such a good player. And I'll really back him to do something against Spurs. Big game for us as we, and I can't believe I'm saying this, as we, you know, target the top four. We play Spurs, we play Newcastle, we play United before the end of the season. It's not completely inconceivable that we might do it, especially given United's away form. Um, but that would be, <laughs> be a ridiculous uh, achievement. I think if we can get fifth or, or sixth, that would also be um, incredible as well. So current plan is Kane to Haaland. Uh, I've got 2.2 million in the bank. I, I know a lot of people are doing the Tony to Haaland move. I can't afford to do that. Um, he hasn't got the booking so I can I could give him one more week. So that'd be Kane to Haaland for free. Uh, that means no Saka. Uh, that means keeping Henry and playing him. Um, it means keeping Tony. You know Newcastle obviously played really well um, as well. And it means keeping Kepper. So there'd be some of the players I'd look to move out. And like we'll talk about in the wildcard in a set. There's a couple of of sort of interesting moves um, that I could make uh, with that with that chip. Um, so we'll come to that in just a second. Uh, let's go over to the watch list first. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So we've got Chilwell right at the top. Um, now, in terms of non-public XGI per 90, he has overtaken Trippier. So Trippier's finally lost his place at the top of these uh, standings. Uh, it's Inchenko next, 0.2. Rinko Henry, 0.18. I mean, you know, like I say every week, a lot of defenders on the watch list uh, are not putting in kind of great attacking um, stats. So Chilwell and, and Trippier kind of at 0.3. Mark is 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 okay for, for a defender, but obviously we've seen them a lot higher. Robertson and Trent have set the bar so high in previous seasons. So, you know, it's nice to see Chilwell so high up though. I think, you know, it, we really wanted that clean sheet from him. Um we would have liked to have seen some attacking returns. We only got one point in, in three games. Um, but here he um, here he is now, you know, showing that his, his stats are, underlying stats are looking really good. So if you haven't got him, I'd be getting a bit worried about the fact that he's probably going to go off soon. So I'll be probably looking at ways to, to bring him in. I wouldn't be losing him over Kepler, uh, for example. Um, some of the other players on here, Reese James. I put Van Dijk on there. Um, I think given this, this double game, 34 games uh, coming up for Liverpool. And it's a good-looking two home games for them. I think a Liverpool defender of some description uh, looks decent. You know, Van Dijk, a Robertson, a Trent. It's hard to know exactly which one the best is. I worry about rotation for Robertson and and, um, and Trent, you know, given that we've seen the likes of Simakas uh, come in. But, you know, Van Dijk, really, they can't afford to bench him in, in too many games. Um, so he's probably the safest um, of the lot. Um, Esther Pinyan, really disappointed with his... His underlying numbers, um, but still probably the best route into the Brighton defence, um, other than Steele. And then you've got Botman. I've added John Stones um, as well, sort of playing in midfield. Absolutely no attacking threat since the restart. Uh, 0.04 in terms of him. Um, but he's got that kind of uh, you know, flexible approach in the system where he can play at centre-black or he can play a bit further up the pitch um, as well. Playing really, really well um, too. So one of him or Ake, I think, is a, is a decent shout. Um, I like Stones. Um, always liked him, and I always liked him in double game week as well, which is coming up. So yeah, he's a he's a real option. Uh, then in midfield, De Bruyne is at the top. I mean, he is an intriguing option um, given the doubles coming up. His minutes have, have been a bit all over the place. Is there going to be some rest and rotation for him, sort of in and around the Champions League? Um, but you can't argue with the stats. Can't argue with his performance against Liverpool as well. Really strong. So he is a temptation on the wild card for someone a, a little bit different. Um, but there are three other City players that I like the look of. Uh, looking down the list, we've got March next, 0.64 uh, since the restart. We know about his stats. We've got McAllister, 0.56. And Matoma, 0.46. So not a huge amount separating the three Brighton mids. Um, I know the, the list is, is this way around. I would flip it around in terms of my own preference. I still think Matoma's the, the one. Um, McAllister's a, a good, solid option, especially with the pens. Um, March has got great stats, but I still I would still favour kind of the other two. Um, and like I said, I think I would be potent if you know I'd be potentially looking to drop one um, Brighton mid um, if I 
was was wildcarding, or you know, maybe if I already had Haaland, or if I didn't want to get Haaland, who we will talk about um, in a second. Um, I've added Grealish to this list as well. 0.56, 0.XJ90 since the restart for him. That's higher than the likes of Odegaard, than the likes of Trossard, higher than the likes of Saka. Really, really good numbers. And we've been finally starting to get those kind of returns. Uh, 66 points um, as well. Uh, it's, that's the kind of the concern with him. I mean, you look at 66 points for Grealish since the restart, and you compare that to the likes of, you know, Fernandez 75, Odegaard 82, Saka 95, Matoma 87. He's not hitting those huge points hauls. Um, but, you know, you're buying for the future and the potential. And I think the potential is there um, for him. Uh, and then up front, all eyes on Haaland. Is he someone we should be buying? We've seen training photos. He's back in training. Um, you've got to still think he's a little bit of a doubt, given that he completely missed out that game, um, you know, at the weekend. I don't think we're going to get some good news from, you know, some good positive news from, from Pep on Friday, you know, saying, oh, he's fit and ready to go and he'll be in the starting lineup. I, I can't see that happening. Also, it's difficult when City playing so well, you know, with, with Alvarez there, you know, they completely blew Liverpool away. Is there a, if there's any doubts around Haaland, do they need to bring him in um, for the game against the, the worst team in the league? Um, and, you know, Haaland's away form hasn't been amazing either. So there's, there's a few question marks around. I th- I just think if he's if he's fit and, and Pep kind of says that he's he's available for selection, um, I think Kane to, to Haaland still makes a lot of sense, especially given that Kane's got that Brighton game, which is tricky. And I think if you've got the money to do Tony to Haaland, you just do it and you just don't worry about that that headache. If the update's a bit more vague, if it says he might need a bit more time, something like that, I think there might be a case for it. It's always risky to kind of, um, you know, believe what Pep's saying a lot of the time. Um, but it's a big gamble, to, I think, to go without Haaland for, a, for an away match against Southampton. Um, and for peace of mind, it might just be worth just just bringing him in not trying to be too clever um around that but i can see why people might be be looking to dodge him um for a little bit longer um as well i was doing the the off the bench um premier league pod with with andy uh, who talks about the buying games as well being so close and around that leicester game at home does harlan play all three games in a week does he have his minutes managed like if you're going into leicester at home without a fit harland you're going to be very, very concerned given the way Leicester are playing. So for me, he's he's a buy um, and I'll, I'll be buying him back uh, this week, almost certainly. Um, so this is the wildcard team that I put together. It's not perfect. There's probably a few things that can be changed um, here. Um, oh, this is the, oh, this is the wrong one. Hang on. This is, this is the game week 34. Not a game week 34 yet. Also, that's a spoiler for one of my other uh, screens. Uh, let me just fix that on the fly, like I so often do uh, on these streams. <laughs> I think it should be this one. Is that it? No, that's not it either. Oh, it's all gone wrong. It's all gone wrong. Ball card 30. Is it that one? That's the one. There you go. Apologies. Yeah, so this is the team that I put together uh, for Game Week 30. Uh, you can see it's De Gea uh, in goal, who I mentioned is, is probably the the uh, keeper that I'd be buying if I was looking to get rid of Kepa, just given the, the amount of games that United have got. They've got two more doubles um, coming up um, as well. And this home game against Everton looks looks good um, as well. Uh, it's Trippier who would stay. It's Chilwell who would stay. And then I'd bring in John Stones. 
Um, I'd probably keep Salah, keep Rashford, keep Matoma and bring in Grealish and Saka uh, and then bring in Haaland uh, and keep Watkins. And then the bench would be different. It'd be Ferguson, Zuma and Van Dijk coming in ready for that uh, 34 game. So it's about six or seven changes to this team. I mean, it'd be going hard on City. It'd be going from North City to three, bringing in Stones, Grealish and, and Haaland. Um, it would be bringing Saka back in. Obviously, this Liverpool game is, is a game that I feel like I could do without him for. But that West Ham game looks really good um, for him. I'd be very worried um, about not having him for that. Uh, and then it would be kind of switching, you know, getting ready with, with Van Dijk um, on the bench. The issue with Ferguson and Steele is that if there is a goalkeeping change that is made, maybe Sanchez comes back in for some reason because, you know, it's quite a few weeks until 34, um, then he's locked in. That, that locks me out of a bright defender. Um, issues with Ferguson as well. Is he really the best, you know, Brighton third asset to have, given that he only played one of the of the double game weeks and, and Welbeck played well in that first game? He's, he's going to have his minutes managed probably. Um, it means I can't have one of the other mids, you know, March and McAllister, who've been doing so well. So Ferguson might end up just being a kind of a, a placeholder, you know, I could even go for like a Greenwood, you know, it's just a non-playing player and save that Brighton spot ready for, for 34 um, when I bring one uh, back in um, as well. I mean, the, the kind of the good thing about this wildcard, for example, hopefully this will show up the right screen. Look at that, wrong screen again. Terrible, absolutely terrible. Sack me, scout. <laughs> There you go. That's the right one. Uh, so this is how the team would look in, in 34. Um, it would be still with a double. Well, it basically be t- it would be 10 double gaming players without any transfers being made. Um, and it looks pretty strong um, as well. So this is the kind of thing that I think a lot of people are going to be building towards. There's There are some decent double game weeks, but it's, you know, it's Liverpool, it's City, it's Brighton. They're the three teams that people are going to be targeting. You've then got United, but it's hard to know who to get in. Um you know, you've got Rashford there, you know, Shaw potentially. I mean, a lot of people are going to be sticking with Fernandez, but I'm just not entirely convinced that's the that's the best way to go. It's probably going to be too United for me again um, in this one um, as well. So, but, you know, Villa are, are, are tricky given that they've, they've been playing so well under Emery. Brighton away is a tricky fixture as well, um, as well. But I think a lot of people are still going to be buying United um, assets uh, anyway. So... I think this looks pretty good for game week 34. It would be nice to have a Nunes potentially in there, you know, triple up on Liverpool for those those home games. I think if you're using the wild card, that's the kind of thing you need to be um, looking at, you know, how you how you can maybe steal a march on, on people who, who haven't got that chip. You know, people are going to be moving towards, you know, United, City and, and Liverpool. They're the, they're the teams that I think people are going to be gravitating towards because the, the Brighton players are going to be uh, fully locked in. So I think, you know, the likes of Salah, the likes of Darwin, um, might be hard for people to move. So that's the kind of the, the couple of considerations there. Um, and then Grealish is in there just as a bit of a wild card, uh, really. But I mean, you could go De Bruyne over Salah, for example. Um, it's just trying to find a Liverpool attacker that, that's nailed. Um, I still think Salah is the most likely to play both in that double game week. But I mean, you could take a punt on the likes of Gakpo, on Nunes. Um, it's just all a bit up in the air. I mean, the advantage of waiting till 34, like I said, is we're going to have a few more team sheets from Klopp. We're going to see what he's going to be about. Was that just a completely one-off? Was that just a, you know, a bit of a slap on the wrist to his first team just to say, look, you need to step up your performances and now they're all going to be reinstated. Are we going to see a, a 50-50? Was there impressive performances from some of those players that he likes that he's going to keep in the team? Um, it's hard to know. 
So that's the advantage of saving, just getting a bit more information. The advantage of going now is that I can triple up on that city for that Southampton game, um, which I really like the look of. I know what's happened here. It's linked the two, linked the two screens, the same one. Uh, so yeah, we'll just we'll just ignore that. That's fine. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's where the wild card um, is doing. Uh, David Toft says yawn. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you can see from the watch list though. It's you know I mean it's. I mean, this watch list is built with the kind of, you know, potential wildcard in mind. It's not a huge, like, pool of players that we're, we're choosing from still. It's nice to see people moving in different directions. You know, people are getting Fernandez. You know, the captaincy is being really interesting. People moving off the likes of Arsenal defenders and, and midfielders. Some sticking with them. Tony's is going to be keeping selling that, those kind of decisions. But really, when you look at the, the full-on crop of players we can sort of realistically consider, um, there's not a huge amount um, really screaming to me so I think any wild card is, is going to be a little bit um, dull but I think with Van Dijk in there with Stones in there with Grealish um, as well you know there are a couple of players that you can kind of root for uh, each, each week which is what it's um, all about um, Tuasapelli Salika says that really, looks really good love the 34 team as thank you it's nice to have some praise <laughs> every once in a while just dad posting stuff lol random teams yeah I know the, the one I think one was like an old screen from Ages ago, uh, not sure what what happening there. Uh, oh, David Toff says he's just missing quite a few differentials. Thanks, David. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Mikkel Paulson, hello everyone. 150 points and top 7k. Wow, that is a good morning. Absolutely uh, excellent. Um, Mike says he's thinking of benching Tony. Yeah, he's got a good record against teams in the in kind of the top six this season. Uh, Tony's also got that kind of old club mentality that I like. You know, going back playing Newcastle let him go didn't really give him a chance can he sort of derail their their Champions League bid I like all that kind of story um, and narrative sort of going into a game probably is always right but you know the idea of Tony scoring he's that he's a he's that kind of player that he kind of thrives off that kind of attention a little bit um, I wouldn't be benching him this week if I had him I'd, I'd definitely be playing him uh, in that match um, any other questions or anything going into 30 oh yeah there's quite a few ones actually um, let me just switch this uh, thoughts on Jesus, um, David Casell. Uh, yeah, I, I I do like I like the idea of him. I think you know his, his ownership is is at twenty five percent, but that shows the the massive like um, proportion of dead teams there are kind of out there because he was about what seventy percent at, at some point. Um, I just I think with Arsenal's fixtures the way they are, I'd be happy just to have Saka. I think so. If you've got him, I don't think you need to be buying in other Arsenal players. They you know, the running's quite hard for them. Obviously, they're playing really well, but they haven't got the doubles. Are they really a team that you want to be targeting when there's teams like City and Liverpool and United with, with a double in, in 34? Um, I also worry a bit, you know, he's just come back from injury. They've been playing well without him. They've got Marcelin and Trossard sort of all vying for that position as well. I don't mind it. I don't mind the move. I just think there's other transfers I'd probably be prioritising. Um, you know, I like Grealish, for example. I, I think you, you want to be moving to Haaland. As well, maybe defence, you want to sort some things out. If you've got all that sorted and you've got a, a spot for Jesus, then I don't mind it. And you think he's going to do well, go for it. Just not entirely for me. Um, like Ramsey, I like Stones, but his stats were surprising. Can I justify a Stones move? Yeah, you're not going to get any attacking returns uh, from him. But I think he's probably the most secure route into the City back line now. Um, so he's a bit like Botman, a bit more of an expensive Botman. Uh, but playing for a, a better side. I mean, they are a better side, but... But defensively, probably not too much between them. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Stones... I think if you're going for a City defender, you go for Stones. I really like that move. 
Um, are you free hit for 32, says John? Yep, definitely. That's one of the nice things, not having to worry about that blank um, at all. And just, you know, being able to ship those players out. I think we'll, we'll if you've still got the free hit, I think you'll see a lot of people on Scout on Twitter playing that chip and think that you're all building for the same team. But I think we're all going to see some pretty big um, rank rises uh, that week because there will be people who haven't free hitted uh, or have used their free hit in, in 29, for example, or in that blank early in the, early in the season. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's going to be a good week for us. Um, there's some good options, I think, and we can be a bit different with it and we'll we'll be able to, you know, there'll be lots of hits being taken from people with free hits and stuff. So that should be a really, really solid week. I'm looking for, forward to the 32 uh, free hits um, as well. Uh, final question. How can I not mention the mighty Vinicius, who's now going to be starting with Mitrovic out? Yeah, I don't mind. He might be someone that I look to get instead of Ferguson, uh, for example, just if I want like a playing forward. Um, and I want to keep that Brighton spot open. Um, it's hard to know how much you're going to be playing him. And they have maybe the worst double in history in 34 um, against Fulham and City. But it is a double. So, you know, that's always, there's always a chance uh, for goals. I mean, the question marks are, is he actually that good a player? I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's filled in for Mitrovic before um, and not really kind of done an amazing job. He's got two goals this season. Um, as well, so I think he's he's you know he's all right. Um, he's only five, was he five four million something like that? Um, so he's he's a decent enough option, but wouldn't get too excited um, about him as well. Right, that's it. I will call it there. That's half an hour. Thank you all for joining me. Let me know what you think about the wildcard team in the comments and um, what your plans are for the upcoming uh, game week. There will be a black box tonight if Mark isn't too stressed. Um, out it is our hundredth episode. We have hit thirty thousand subscribers. Still got some way to go to catch scout, of course. Um, but it'd be great for you to join us there. I think it's going to be about eight pm UK time uh, tonight as well. Um, so hopefully see you all there um, too. But yeah, thanks for joining me, and I will see you all next week. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.